Hi there. We're so glad you found us. Welcome to Embers, a podcast by Volo. We at Volo are committed to guiding teens as they seek to create authentic relationships in our increasingly digital world. Once these youth experience the power of being in community and their vast capacity for connection, we challenge them to go out and make the world a better place. Our circle is open to every race, gender, sexuality, ability, religion, and background. Our podcast is a hub of inspiration for both teens and adults. Embers is a place where our teens share their stories as they navigate the waters between childhood and adulthood. We realize they've got a lot to teach us. What they hope for sounds good to us, too. Join us here as follow youth explore timely and compelling topics, fanning the embers burning in each of us. In this episode of Embers, we asked two of our alumni to look back on their friendships and how they've shaped their lives. They spoke about the importance of relationships, how they've shifted over the years, and what it looks like to be a good friend. What they shared left us inspired by the simple ways that friendships can impact ourselves and our circles. Curious about what they had to say? Come along. Hi, I'm Dana. Hi, I'm Joe. Hello, I'm Rachel. So I'm so grateful to be able to have a second podcast in a row featuring our alumni. It's really nice to reconnect and also have a perspective of someone a little ways away from high school. Um, And our topic today, I think it was kind of emerged um, as we reflect on the time we're living in and all that's going on in the world. Um, We thought it might be refreshing to have a hopeful topic. So the topic today is friendship and specifically trying to explore a bit of um, about the ways that friendship can impact and change us and um, help us grow. So I'm going to just start with a real general question and ask you two to describe um, your closest friendship or friendships. Um, and you, I, I really want to know what makes it thrive. I want to know what makes a close friendship um, so alive or filling. I think for me, my, I would say my love language is quality time. And I was just reflecting with a pal um, a couple weekends ago um, because she was like, do you want to do something? Do you want to do something? And I was like, no, I'm so content to just sit here and like be in your presence. Um, So for me, like uh, thinking about my friendships, um, there's like an element of just like, it's okay to sit there and do nothing in each other's presence. And, you know, we, a lot of my friends and I will like send like TikToks and texts throughout the day, just kind of saying like, whoa, here's something that's come up today that I'm navigating, like good, bad, something that we need to work on, looking for feedback. Um, There's an element of, hmm, it seems like you could be stuck in a familiar pattern and might need to change something. So like, how can we help you navigate making changes in your life? Like, you know, if you're stuck on um, like a situation um, at work and it's just like, 
you know, you're kind of stuck in a rut. Like, how do we help you get out of that? How do we help you reflect and grow a little bit? Which I never thought I would get from a friendship. I was like, friends are just two people chilling out or a couple people chilling out, having a good time. Um, but really, as I have kind of grown from high school and college, like a lot of my friendships have an element of like, we want to grow as humans, leaders, people, etc. And we want you to grow and reflect on things that are happening in your life and like, you know, challenging you in like a healthy, safe way. Like, what are your thoughts, feelings and opinions? And like, how do we, you know, help you change your perspective and things like that or consider new things? Um, so just like elements of like quality time, growth, lack of stagnation, um, and fun, like a little bit like growing from common interests to just like completing or like gaining new interests as you grow in your relationship. <laughs> Those are just like hallmarks of like my good friendships. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, uh, I I love I love some of the examples you brought up there because I think when I was starting to think about this question, um, I think one of my like initial thoughts was kind of around the idea of like, um, you know, kind of like a support system in a way, and I I, I kind of hate that phrase because it makes it sound a little bit too. Um, uh transactive in a way where it's just like oh you guys are like my structural support when that when it doesn't that that's not necessarily like that doesn't paint an accurate picture in terms of like the vibrance and the liveliness and the um you know that like a good friendship can bring but i mean i think that i love the point that you were making about um the kind of definition of friendship um and like what makes a good friendship changing over time um where you know like in in high school uh it meant one thing or even further back you know like your first friends it means one thing it means like playing with them on the playground or whatever and then as you know um your situation in life kind of changes um and as your friends situations in life kind of change uh yeah just the way that that um that your needs and the things that make you feel i think emotionally fulfilled and the types of uh like ultimately i think that's what a friendship does for for myself at least is like it fills this emotional gap in my life um that only comes through uh spending quality time with uh people who you feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable around who you um you know who who give you um as like a person and your uh your heart and your brain and like you know they give that the quality um time and like the time of day that um you would hope for out of like a trusted confidant um and so that got me kind of thinking too about um the way that my relationships have changed a little bit with with my friends and the the way in which um i think like the the ways on which we rely on each other have changed a little bit um as time has gone on you know it's not necessarily just about um getting kicks together even though it's awesome to go out and you know have a good night or go want to you know go play some game in a field together or whatever it's like those are all good things but um those aren't those aren't core 
um, kind of responsibilities of being a good friend anymore. Um, and yeah, I just, I just think that, you know, as you meet more people and, and you meet more friendly folks and people who are nice and people who you have fun with, um, it kind of draws into definition of what is a good friend and what is, um, somebody that you can have fun with. And I think I, I just loved like the examples that you brought up in terms of helping each other grow and, um, you know, becoming like a fuller version of yourself and helping, um, the people that you care about become fuller versions of themselves as well. Um, so. What are, do you think are like hallmarks and values of things that you look for in friends and pals? Like, what are those just like, you know, when you are meeting somebody and getting close, like what are just like things you're looking for? I think kind of the cornerstone of all of it. Um, and if I were to like, um, sum it all up, sum all of the kind of minor qualities up into one big tent, I think it would have to fall somewhere along the line of just feeling, um, respected for being who I am. And, um, you know, maybe not necessarily at the moment, maybe, you know, cause I'm sure that you've met people too and you've met people at different places and in different stages. And it's like, Hey, whatever, you know, like this person, you see something in this person or you respect like maybe not who they are in the moment, but who they're going to become or whatever you respect all of that immensely. And I think that, um, that like level of respect goes a really long way for me and my friendships. Um, when I also think about like the idea of, um, and then again, this is something that has become more and more true over time as, you know, like I've, um, departed from my high school friends for the most part. And I live in a different place than my college friends for the most part. And, you know, as, as these kind of groups come and go in terms of like convenience of access, um, it's the friends who I think um, let each other breathe a little bit and reach out, like respect each other's space. For me, I feel like that was such a hard lesson to learn. And I think I struggled with that a little bit, like thinking about like my intense, like emotional connections with my friends in high school and college. I think a challenge was I didn't know, like I wanted to be with them all the time. And I didn't really know how to navigate like giving them space and recognizing like, oh, Rachel, you can't just be like wanting to see and be with them like be with people and like text them at all hours like you need space and they need space and that's totally normal healthy and okay in a friendship and I think that's really like just been like a chef's kiss lesson for me to learn like give people some space and you know they'll always come back but just don't <laughs> you know give too much of yourself at once like give everybody a yeah totally and i think it like i think it just goes a long way in terms of um yeah making it feel like the time you spend together is quality time you know it's like i i i personally it's with my friends who are who live in faraway places it's like i rarely text i rarely you know call i, I got, i'll check up on them i'll say what's up i'll slide into a dm every once in a while and be like yeah man that was like a funny thing you posted or whatever um but like, it's kind of with the knowledge of like, hey, when I do see you, like I do, you know, like let's, or when we are close or, you know, when we are together, um, let's spend some good quality time together. And, um, you know, I, I think for me, like there's, 
there's a certain level of, um, I don't know. It, it found, sounds like funny to say, but like a commitment to being in a place with somebody that when I feel like somebody isn't committed to being with me in a place that doesn't feel great. Um, just because it's like, you know, someone's on their phone the entire time you're hanging out or someone's doing whatever. It's just like, Hey, okay, what are we doing here? And so that's something that I've learned over the course of time for sure. That's something that I've tried to get better at. Um, just as a way of like giving dignity to the other person and giving them um, the respect of your time and your presence when you're with them. And then again, like when you step away and you're not near them, letting that breathe for a while and being like, Hey, cool. You know, no news is good news. I'll see you when I see you. Like I'll miss you until then. Um, But yeah, you know, I want, I love hearing this and I find this interesting polarity do you remember that word i used to drop uh between quality time and giving friends space um i just think that's an interesting um kind of dichotomy that you set up and i couldn't agree more that it's it's all about a balance um and when you're there you're there and when you're not it's it's that's not a bad thing um it's actually good for us to grow as individuals right um so I, I'm curious to hear um, if you would talk about what, I mean, you've kind of alluded to this, but I kind of have two questions that are at the, that are kind of making, I'm, I'm wondering about one is um, what, for lack of a better word, what purpose does a friendship have for you? Like how do friendships serve your well-being and growth? And I'm also curious which is kind of a separate idea, but I really am curious to hear um, how you show up as a friend. Like, what do you, what are the qualities you try to bring to friendships? And um, I guess my assumption is that you're also maybe looking for that in the person who shows up as your friend. I think for me, something that I bring to my friendship is just like my presence. Um, you know, practicing, um, you know, if just for an example, like if a friend is having a hard time and just looking for a place to say, hey, I, you're an outside person that's not like involved in this like conflict or feelings that I'm having. And I just need like to release and maybe work through what I'm feeling. So whether that's like over text or um, over, you know, the last two, <laughs> two and a half years of doing like Zoom calls with my friends every couple weekends, like sitting there on the Zoom or over text and just allowing them to share what's on their mind. Um, A couple of my friends process a lot through talking about their feelings and their thoughts and processes. So just kind of letting them like unload and then saying, okay, so how are you feeling now? Like, how can I help you navigate this? Um, You know, what are some new thoughts and ideas? Or like, have you tried you know, a new approach about this. Um, so practicing like that active listening piece that, you know, we did, um, in our Valo retreats. Um, and just like, I'm, I joke that I'm always like down to clown. Um, but like my, you know, some of my fun times, like my friends are like, Oh, I need to run errands and I don't want to. And I'm like, I'm there. I'll push the grocery. Let's make this like a fun experience. So you don't just have to trudge through your errands alone. Um, 
um, trying to be a lot better about like, um, again, it's just like sometimes, uh, you know, as I feel a little guilty about saying this, but like out of sight, out of mind, like if I don't see somebody's like name on my phone, like all the time, I kind of forget to like text and call, but thinking like, oh, like they posted a picture of them and like, you know, out on a walk or, you know, at some fun place. And then, oh, I should text them and like, you know, engage, let them know that I'm thinking about them. Um, so just like trying to be present. Um, and also like, though I'm not the greatest at it, but a little bit of tough love, like, you know, you've been stuck in this rut. How can we get you out? You, you know, giving advice and feedback that feels a little uncomfy, but like, you know, people sometimes need just a little kick in the tushy, um, to get out of patterns of thought. Um, and just like, you know, of course the hallmarks, kindness, um, and just really it's like, just like what I bring and what I expect from folks is just like be there, like whether virtually or not. Like, that's just knowing that I've got somebody in my corner and knowing that I'm in somebody else's corner is just, like, chef's kiss, what I'm looking for and what I engage best with. Yeah, I love that idea of being in someone's corner. Um, and I think that that's super important for me as well, um, both, like, from, from my end, um, showing that I'm in someone's corner um, and then to feel that from other people. Uh, and I think that that can take a lot of different forms. And I think that that depends on, you know, the, um, the other person in the relationship sometimes. Um, and, and, you know, like, um, out of respect to who they are and what are the things that they need. And, um, yeah, as Rachel was describing, it's like some people need, um, you know, like some, some, some of my friends need, need, um, people to like hear them and uh, validate their experience and, and all that. And then some friends need um, their friends to, to show up like physically in a space and have a good time with them and get their mind off whatever, or, or, or do, um, you know, those types of things. Um, but yeah, just your point about being in someone's corner is um, I think the most um, like, reassuring feeling it, it's like it's like a warm hug when when you feel someone in your corner and when you can give that to somebody that's like um you know I, I, even in again i hate taking this like transactional level it's like even showing up and like expressing the facts and going that extra mile and putting in the effort to be like hey you know i'm here like i got your back whatever it is um that you care about, whatever it is that you need from me, I got you. Um, it's just, it's the, it's the flavor of life right there. Like that's the stuff that fills, um, your day and your week and your year and like a time in your life with, um, I think a lot of meaning, um, is it's like the effort that you put in the effort that you receive and, um, the way that that can bind you to another person in, um, yeah, just like an incredible, an incredible feeling of solidarity where it's like we're going through the same stuff, good or bad. Um, we can laugh about it in five years. We can cry about it in five years, whatever, you know.
it's that type of thing. I don't know exactly how to frame this question, but the question, I think it's one of the last ones I want to ask, and it's, it's, um, it's the penultimate. It's the second to last. It is, um, how do you deal with conflict in friendships? Because I think if these friendships are basically a fertile ground for growing and learning about ourselves and what's important to us, um, I think if we can't be in conflict or have tension with friendships, then there's kind of only so far they can take us because all of that is, is a part of life. Um, so I'd love you each to briefly just touch upon um, how do you um, engage or walk alongside a friend when things aren't going well between you two? For me, it's like I sometimes don't read um, tone and context super well over like text message or like message or something. Um, so as difficult as it is, and as much as I like to run from my troubles sometimes, most of the time, um, just like saying, can we, you know, sit down in person or like take a walk or something and like talk about this. Um, like I just, I'm feeling frustrated. I imagine you might be experiencing some frustration. So like, let's talk it out and like, you know, um, getting into some conflicts with my coworkers um, here at work. Like, you know, let's take a walk after lunch and, you know, clear the air and kind of get on the same page because, you know, our frustrations aren't helping anybody. And, you know, if we don't start tackling them, like we'll just keep running into the same issue. A couple of things um, that I've, that I think about that I um, have really tried to be better at over the course of time, um, kind of boil down to, um, like giving yourself ample time to reflect on, um, the issue, understands, um, your role in it, and then also make sure that the conversation that you have around it, which you should have a conversation around it, um, is like, true is true to the not only the conflict but also true to the relationship and making sure that the words that you use and the ways that you use them um don't you know it's there's so 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 few things um like issues that i think friends can have that are worth completely burning a bridge over um and i think just it's so important to enter those types of conversations um, with a with a with a clear kind of um, with with not so much emotion, more clarity of thought, more just kind of like, hey, okay, I understand what you're saying. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Like, this is not a big deal. We can talk about this. Um, I want to be your friend still, so. assuming that you know it's not. Uh, uh, a kind of grievous issue and it's really like you know excellent point joe just being like respectful of your friend like who you're in contact or in conflict with like being respectful of like i'm not going to just let this fester and sit in me like i'm approaching you like person to person 
you know, one-on-one or whatever it is. And like, I have the respect to talk about this, you know, not behind your back, not through the grapevine, like with you to your face and like, not just like, you know, point fingers and say like, you know, you like dummy, I'm so upset with you, but like giving them a chance to like also share their piece and say like, I respect you enough to come and talk about our conflicts. Yeah. It's, it's like a, there's like a, like just be decisive with, it because you don't want it to linger and you don't want it to get worse it's just like deal with it um yeah in a way that's in a way that's fair to everybody um, that's so helpful the last question is it's like the um uh the speed round but it's just one question <laughs> um so in in as few words as you can kind of like we used to do final word in conversations um, what is the advice you would give to teens right now as they move forward in their life and friendships? What's, what's your like bumper sticker words of wisdom, um, that you think would be good for them to live by in their friendships? I, like, I think, uh, teenage friendships are so interesting because they're, um, often friendships of like convenience i think in a lot of ways just growing up in the same place and that being said um i think it's maybe important to note that these aren't the only people that you'll ever meet um so they don't have to be your forever friends unless you want them to be your forever friends and i will speak from experience and say that my best friends some of my best friends at least are people that i grew up with and uh that i still keep in contact with and i still see on a regular basis and those are the people that i've yeah, it's just growing with them um, has been a spectacular thing in my life. And so um, that doesn't mean everyone I was friends with as a teen, I'm still friends with, but um, you can keep them mm-hmm. for as long as you like. Mine, I think um, new friends come in unlikely places. So just keep your heart and eyes open um, to new folks coming into your life. Um and I think another, like, you know, it doesn't have, like, friendship shouldn't be hard. Like, it shouldn't be hard for you to you know, reach out to somebody. It should just be like, hey, I'm thinking about you. Like, I don't need to do any of these, like, grand gestures. Like, I'm here. You're here. We're enjoying spending time with each other. And it's just so easy to talk to you, to be with you. So keep your heart and eyes open. And new folks will come in and cherish your old folks that, you know, you've grown up with through different pathways. Such a good point about you're just going to meet so many people. You're going to meet so many people over the course of time. And there's always room for more friends, you know? Right. I love this ending. You know me, I'm glass half full. So I appreciate ending on this high note. Um, Though I just as much of, appreciated hearing about engaging when things aren't aren't great either um so we are going to end our conversation how we end most of all conversations with a single word and i'd ask you two to go first and tell me a single word that captures how you're feeling right now hammock warm hammock Yeah, thankful. And I will say reconnected. 
and grateful. Thank you too for a really lovely and loving conversation. Thanks for joining us today. Like what you heard? We invite you to connect with us at followmain.org for additional ideas and inspiration. Music from this episode was created by one of our many talented teens, Miles. It was a pleasure having you in our circle today. Until next time, take care.